You are listening to episode three of the TJ Tells It podcast. Today is about motivation, how I stay motivated and how you can get motivated to get up off the couch or stay motivated along the journey. Welcome to the TJ Tells It podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and this is your straight talk guide to the fitness lifestyle by a non-traditional fitness junkie. Have you ever said I could never run, lift weights, take a spin class, complete a 5k or even that marathon? If you ever said I'm not the fitness type, are you afraid to go to the gym because you don't know where to start or what to do? Or are you just looking for a little motivation to get out the door? If I just described you, then this is the podcast for you. You will hear about starting a health and fitness lifestyle, tips and tricks to staying on track and motivated. You'll learn the ins and outs of becoming a healthier you. You will also get to meet some of my favorite fitness junkies around and more. Lace up your shoes and let's get this journey started. Hi, welcome to the TJ Tells It podcast. Today I'm going to talk about motivation. It's a crucial part of a fitness journey. And if you aren't motivated, you're not going to see this journey through. First of all, let me say welcome back to my return listeners. This is episode three, as I mentioned earlier. And if you are brand new to the podcast and you're picking it up on this episode, there are two episodes in the archives where you can learn a little bit about my fitness journey and how I define a health and fitness journey. Motivation is not a tangible thing. It is something that you have to dig deep inside to find some days. And then some days you see something and you get that kick in the pants and you're ready to go. Motivation is a crucial component of a health and fitness journey because it's what's going to pull you through those hard days. It's what's going to lift you up when you feel like you aren't making the progress that you need to be making or you want to be making. It'll be those days when you have that long, hard workout or you have to eat another chicken breast and you didn't really want chicken breast, but you know it's your only option. Because say, for instance, you're at a work event and the only thing that fits within your plan is chicken breast, but you already had that for lunch and you had it for dinner the night before, but you make that choice because you're motivated to reach your goals. Here's the good thing about motivation. It's not a one size fits all type of thing where one thing may may motivate one person. It may not motivate you, but there is something out there that's going to give you that drive. Is it that picture of that professional athlete doing something that you wanted to do that you've never done before? Or is it the inspirational quote that's about seeing the sunrise and having another day? Or is it having a very specific goal with a very specific plan where you can check things off and feel accomplished when you're checking your things off day by day? Now, I told you I was going to tell you a little bit about how I stay motivated to do what I do. Some of it is because I have to do it for my physical health in order to like make it to work every day and things like that but I could do the minimum. I could just do 20 minutes a day, three or four times a week, and probably function at the level that I need to function in order to make it through everyday life. But I like to go big. I'm sort of a go big or go home kind of person. And I've found some things that work for me. Weightlifting, I've found a great run community, other fitness classes. Now I have track and field in there too. And so those things help me stay motivated too. 
So I know I'm going to have a good time or I'm going to see people who will give me good advice, care about what I do, or I'm going to hear a cool story from a new participant because as a volunteer run lead with Atlanta Track Club, you get to meet all kinds of people, hear all kinds of stories and learn about different health and fitness journeys. So what else? Let's take a day of the week where you just don't want to get up and you just don't want to do whatever it is. If it's for a new habit that I'm trying to form, generally about day seven or eight is when I start to waver in my steadfastness in doing it. But I know if I can get over that hump that I'll generally make it through because that's just, that's where it is for me. It may be different for you, but day seven, day eight are generally the hardest ones in a 21 day habit forming cycle for me. So how do I make it through day seven or eight? Well, first I had to recognize that what was happening. I had to recognize that it wasn't really that I couldn't do it but that I didn't believe I could do it. So what do I do to believe in myself? I tell myself I can do it. And I tell other people who care about me that this is what I wanna do and I may need some help. So help me, ask for help when you need it. It's hard sometimes. And for those of you who are thinking, but I don't have anyone to tell. I don't have anyone who supports me. I'm all alone in this. Well, if you're listening to my podcast, you can tell me and I will help keep you on track if you want. You can email me at tjtellsit at gmail.com and say, I'm starting this new habit. It's day one and I don't really have anyone else to tell or I'm a, I don't really wanna tell anyone else because I don't want them to see me fail. And I'm happy to help you along your 21 days. I I like it. My friends will tell you that sometimes they wish they hadn't told me that they were doing something because then I'm like, ooh, what's going on? How's it going? Are you doing it? Did you skip a day yet? No, you're doing it? This is awesome. So tell me, tell me everything. Because sometimes I'm just genuinely like interested. It's not anything that I want to do, but sometimes they're doing something and I'm like, I totally want to do that. And I'm kind of using them as a guinea pig without them knowing it. Hey, friends out there that are listening, when you tell me you're doing something new and cool and I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. I can help you with that. Sometimes I'm just doing market research. Sorry, it's the truth, but y'all love me. You're not going anywhere. And I'm sure you do the same thing with me. You're like, I'm gonna see if TJ can finish that before I even do it. And I'm perfectly okay with that. So I can help you keep motivated, but I encourage you to find that person or people or community to be able to tell these things to, to help you stay on track. Step one was to recognize where I was kind of falling off the wagon and ask for some help. Step two is I put visual reminders up in my house, at work, in my car, on my phone, wherever I need them for that particular thing to be successful. So I have a bad habit of standing with my knees locked. Actually, I'm gonna say I used to have a bad habit of standing with my knees locked because I do it significantly less than I did prior to making it a conscious thing. Now, it could have been because my magic lady, Donna, who I go see, who puts me back together again with some neuromuscular work every week, tells me I can't stand with my knees locked. 
might be why I started focusing on it. But she said, you know, a lot of these things can be alleviated if you don't lock your knees. And I'm like, but that's just the way I was born. And she was like, uh-huh, yeah. Like I said, you need to make a conscious effort to not stand with your knees locked. I was like, okay, I'm in, I'll do it. I put up post-it notes in my house that said, what are your knees doing? And I thought about where do I spend the most time at least standing in my house where my knees may lock and I'm not gonna be paying attention to it. The first two places I identified were in my bathroom. So like when I'm brushing my teeth or putting on makeup. Okay, so I don't really wear makeup that often, but putting on makeup or doing my hair or things like that, you stand and you're so focused on something else that you're, that at least for me, I was not paying attention to what my knees were doing. So I put up a post-it note on the mirror that said, what are your knees doing? And I put the same post-it note and I put up a post-it note that said, what are your knees doing in my kitchen? As I'm standing here recording this podcast episode, I'm also thinking I probably should put up a post-it note in my closet just to make sure. I leave them up to reinforce because, you know, I'm not perfect as I've said many times on this episode, but I want to make sure that I'm not falling into bad habits because this is a new thing, standing and recording podcast episodes. And I wanna make sure that I am not locking my knees or reversing the good work that I've put in. I also have a stand-up desk at work. And when I knew I was hitting stand-up desk, the first thing I did was start researching what not to do at your stand-up desk is just because it's a stand-up desk doesn't automatically mean you're magically healthier. You have to make sure that you're using it properly. So are you ergonomically aligned? And are you not locking your knees? For me, at least. Are you moving around even while standing? Because if you just trade sitting in place for standing in place, it's not really going to give you health benefits. You're just standing in place then. And your hamstrings won't like you either because let me tell you, standing in place without moving, your hamstrings will talk to you. And for those of you who are not into anatomy, your hamstrings are basically the back of your thighs, the back of your legs, starting from the bottom of your booty to your knees. Um, And for you science people who are all about where the muscles are, don't write me and tell me that actually your hamstrings are only a 30% portion of the back of your legs. Just know that it's the back of your legs. That's where your hamstrings are. And let's leave it at that. So the third and final way I stay motivated is I tell people, I post on social media, I post on Instagram and have it feed to Facebook and Twitter. And a lot of times those sweaty selfies that I'm posting are really reminders to myself. What have you done this week? What did you accomplish? How did you get there? What did you feel like in the moment? Reminding yourself of what you feel like immediately after your workout is almost as important as doing the workout itself. I also have a blog and for a while I was doing weekly posts about what did my workout look like? What did I do every day? And putting that together once a week was amazing to help me stay motivated to keep going. Two reasons. One, people were actually reading them, go figure, and would comment and say, wow, you inspired me to do something. Or I had a similar issue that happened during one of my workouts too 
you and here's what I did. Or they're like, I didn't know that you could use A and D ointment to um, put over a spot where you chafed and it will protect it and heal it. It's not just for a baby's butt. But it also helped me reflect back and take a look and see what was I doing? What did I do right? What did I do maybe not so right? What do I want to change? How could I make it better? Or being okay with where it was. Was this what I needed to do for that day? It also clued me in that maybe I should work a few rest days in every so often and recognize when I need to give my body a break. Because sometimes I go hard and don't realize that I'm not actually taking any breaks and that maybe I might need a rest day or I might need an active recovery day where I stretch everything out and I focus on small movements and help everything out. Let's recap. Three ways that I stay motivated First one is recognizing where I have pitfalls and asking for help. But really the bigger way is having a community, finding a person or a group of people or even an online community works too, to help me stay on track that I hash out issues with, tell the wins and some of the losses too, but having a community. The second is I have visual reminders of what my current goals are. So I told all about how I needed to work on unconsciously standing with my knees locked. And so I put up post-it notes. Perfect way to have a visual reminder. Post-it notes can be stuck on anything basically and you have a cue that gives you that quick reminder of what you should be doing the third way is I tell it on social media so you don't have to tell it on social media but you should keep track of it and reflect back on it of what you're doing and take a couple of moments every week to reflect on what you did for the week what did you do on your health and fitness journey to keep it moving forward I happen to do that on Instagram and writing blog post and now telling it on a podcast, but you could do it for how it works for you. Remind yourself of what you've done, good, bad, or otherwise, in order to stay motivated along this journey. Positivity is going to be your key to always moving forward. Keep in mind that this is a one step at a time, always moving forward journey, and you will too succeed on your health and fitness journey. I'm TJ and I'm telling you.